0: If the one individual in the pair is bound and determined to to create an ideal new health, and that is the focus of their effort, other individual is going to be, unless they decide to accompany the significant other on their path, then that separation is gonna be greater and greater and greater until there's not going to be a means of putting them together, so to speak. Welcome to Your Infinite Health. Are you getting older? Are you feeling it? How would you like to do that in reverse? We're your host,
1: Dr. Tripp and Lene. We've run an integrative medicine practice for 13 years. Together, we have 60 years of combined experience helping clients.
0: We've helped tens of thousands achieve success in health and live longer, happier lives.
1: In this show, we'll cover peer reviewed and evidence-based integrative approaches to creating the health you've always wanted.
0: We also share professional experience we see in the field every day.
1: So if you're ready to feel, look, and live your best life, you're in the right place.
0: Welcome to your Infinite Health Podcast.
1: Hey, Trip. <laughs>
0: hey, Linnea.
1: What did the tomato say to his friends when he was running late?
0: I don't know. What did he say?
1: Don't worry, guys. I'll catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Good. So funny. Did you have a good week?
0: Yeah, I had a great week.
1: What was the best part of your week?
0: It's the best part of my week. Oh. Oh.
1: We saw Fast and Furious last night. Was that the best part of your week? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was good. That was a really good movie. I think the problem with that movie, though, is that
0: it's don't spoil no spoiler for everybody.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not no spoilers, but it's so it gets your emotions going so much that by the time you leave, you think you're Dom Toretto. Right? Right. You're like, I can do that. No.
0: Yeah, I was just watching some of those things they did with the cars.
1: Okay, no spoilers. It no spoilers. I, spoil I will say though that I think that movie was probably like the best out of all of them. I like the first one, and then I think I like this one even better, I think.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Anyway, so, okay, so we went to the movies last night, and I'm also, my daughter, Laura, shout out to Laura, she lives in St. Pete, Florida. I'm so jealous of her. She's living my life, but she asked me to do this Whole30 program And basically, I don't know if y'all know what that is, but it's 30 days of torture. (laughs) But I agreed to do it because you can't have any alcohol. You can't have any dairy. And I didn't really know how much cheese I eat in a day until I couldn't have any. And then you can't have any sugar, anything with sugar and anything with fake sugar. So not even stevia or sweet, like none of that, none of that stuff. So basically it's 30 days, stop it, of fruits, vegetables, and meat. 30 days. That is distracting. Sorry, guys. So I like alcohol. I like cocktails. I like fruit cocktails. And I've justified them by saying that they're my my community service. But every once in a while, I do like to make sure that I'm not addicted to things. I like to make sure I can walk away from anything at any time. And so I agreed to do it. If for no other reason than to make sure that alcohol did not control me, but that I'm in control of alcohol. And that could go for anything, really, Diet Coke, anything that isn't really serving your health optimization and longevity goals. If you can't walk away from it, then that thing controls you. And I'm just going to go one step further and this has nothing to do with Paul 30 but about addictions. If you're watching a TV show and you can't get up from the TV show in the middle of the TV show, then that TV show controls you and you do not control your TV. Just food for thought. Always be willing to walk away. <laughs> Otherwise you're not in control of your reality. In the heat. Everybody's heat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was in heat. Oh, I I got mafia tips for living (laughs) a healthy life. Oh, that's, oh, we should look into the mafia tips for living a healthy life. Right, right. I think that might be our next episode (laughs) to do some research. Okay. Anyway, not at all. Forget about it. Forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all what we're talking about today. We're going to actually delve into a pretty serious topic because, previous episode, we were talking about couples who optimize their health together, stay together, ideally, but not always, not always so. You want to recap for the listeners about what can happen if they missed that episode. If you did, you really need to go back to it and listen to it. But if you missed it in the previous episode where we were talking about couples and health, towards the end there, we started talking about sometimes one person in that relationship starts showing up for themselves and their health and really rocking and rolling and their partner or their mate is not keeping up. And sometimes that can create a divide. So would you like to expound upon that? Looking
0: at Think and Live Longer, I think the first
1: thing. Think and Live Longer being, for Tracy in Wisconsin who may not know what Think and Live Longer is.
0: Oh, it's our it's our. It's our book that that we use as a template for our mind body program at Infinite Health. Thank you. Okay, continue. And it's Tracy. Thanks, you continue. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, twelve universal laws that actually, when you put them all together and use them cohesively in a conscious fashion, they actually help you achieve whatever endpoint that you want. So looking at one of the first things that to do and in creating. new health and uh, actually after having established that success health image you really do have to go to the law of sacrifice so you're sacrificing things that you're accustomed to right you're sacrificing all these things that you're accustomed to to that have created whatever your bad health is you're sacrificing them and making room moving them out to make room for for new things that are going to serve you and make your health better so I think that's one of the first things that that may strike a chord in the family setting is that that we're we very often make the sacrifice those things that that everybody else is accustomed to and can create some amount of friction with the your spouse or your immediate family members. So at any rate, what happens sometimes with the patients that are successful in creating. A mindful new health for themselves is very often their spouse or their significant other doesn't come along for the ride, and so the division there it creates a chiasm between
1: a chiasm. Uh, yeah, is that how you say that word, or is it? Okay, never mind. Thanks for it, it. Sounds really weird. Chiasm. Uh-huh, you need to pause here so they can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. My bad. Uh-huh, so,
0: so in, in creating that rift so to speak I okay, mean that's a better word <laughs> <laughs> it, it 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 creates a rift between the two people that either can be accommodated or not and if the one individual in the pair is bound and determined to to create an ideal new health and that is the focus of their effort so if you're they're focusing all their effort on that, then the other individual is going to be, unless they decide to accompany the significant other on their path, then that separation is going to be greater and greater and greater until there's not going to be a means of putting them together, so to speak. And so the thought processes, the attitudes, the activities, all of those things will eventually if there are enough medical problems to to warrant that type of that type of focus it's going to, it's going to have impact on the other possibly in a negative way which may result in ending their relationship
1: so you've seen this more than once over the past decade can you tell us about give us a dick and jane story you got a case study
0: yeah so uh let's say dick and jane jane came in Primarily to become more fit and lose weight and feel better and and all that and I hadn't understood what was going on in in her life and
1: hadn't understood what was going on in her life. What do you mean? Well, you just said she hadn't understood what was hadn't going-
0: understood the problems that had occurred in their physical changes to cause all these issues that were coming up.
1: About how old was Jane? I
0: think she's early early mid forties. Early, mid-40s. Okay. And basically, after doing the optimization process, starting the mind-body course and doing all those things, there was the separation that was occurring with her husband who decided, and kudos to him, that to try and accompany her along her, her path and just signed up for the program. And he, too, had multiple medical problems and needed to focus on a lot of different things. But the the two of them in the five or six months that had intervened in her care and her change had already taken a, a fairly severe toll. And basically what began to transpire is that the the female of the two had already made the decision that that relationship was over.
1: Had she made that decision before she started seeing you? No. 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 But she came to see you just start shifting like. To start showing up for herself, right, and doing
0: right. I think part of their relationship may have been that she was she felt she, she was always taking care of him. Oh, so
1: yeah, this she, can get annoying.
0: Yeah, you know, so as she was sacrificing caring for him to care for herself, mm-hmm. that's that's the law of sacrifice there, and so she was making room for herself finally.
1: And he didn't like that so much.
0: Maybe not, but regardless, even though he stepped up and made the effort later on after she had already made her decision, he's doing quite well. But at the same time, that decision had already been made. So there was probably a foundation that was coming anyway, but it was only after she committed and was doing the things and making right decisions for herself that
1: I like what she said there that she had been taking care of him and sacrificing herself to do. Mm-hmm. And so when she started to show up for herself, she actually had to sacrifice him taking care of him to start taking care of herself. Yep. I think a lot of women probably fall into that maternal instinct, that nurturing, caregiving, and this backwards idea that self care is selfish that takes a lot of practice like shifting your mindset deliberately to shift this idea that if you start showing up for yourself and that somehow you're taking away from other people and in this case you are but for her she needed to because she was sacrificing herself right and she was being
0: ultimately being the victim to his needs
1: oh another good point Hmm. She probably didn't conceptualize herself as a victim to his needs, but I guess that's really what it is.
0: Mm -hmm. At Um, the end of the day, that's what happened.
1: Yeah. Interesting stuff. And that's just one many, I feel like. get a lot of couples in that kind of use the mind-body component as their marital, kind of a marital counseling session.
0: Yeah, yeah so another couple there that was on the brink already having already having marital discord and kind of on the edge of on the edge of you know pulling the legal trigger that uh that I started optimization with the husband first actually and he was raising some of the issues with his wife and then as he he got to feeling better about two two months later, after he was starting to feel better, he was losing weight, feeling good, making new commitments to his entourage, and moving forward in his life, he asked her to come to participate, and and he said so much as that he he hoped that doing the work and getting the optimization done might allow them to to. Repair, repair to a certain degree their own relationship, and what I've seen so far in in the last couple of months or so has been the first strain at confronting the the laws with and thinking, starting to think differently, and finding out maybe some of the challenges that they were having that weren't congruent with kind of these universal laws and that. And now the new thought processes that, that are surfacing that actually s- seems to be drawing them closer together to a certain degree, it's really interesting to see. So, I mean, in, in this case, it may be because they've started discussing a little bit their, their reading assignments. <laughs> their homework. Yeah, their homework and, and reading other things that I've suggested for them. But that has resulted in, I, I think, a, a higher level of communication, a different perspective on how they perceive the needs of the other and how they're coming, they're expressing that to each other. And so it's really kind of neat.
1: Yeah, well, that's a good, that's a good story. So it really depends on each couple is very different in what their needs are and how things are going to go. So they could either come in, and optimize their health together and grow closer together because it's something that they're doing together, which is the ideal scenario or not. And I just want to say sometimes there's a stigma about divorce, but there really shouldn't be because people are always growing and evolving and changing. Ideally, ideally you're growing, evolving and Mm -hmm. changing. If you're not, I'm sorry, you should be. Your awareness should always be expanding. And so the person that you were,
0: that's what we're here for, right? We're right, to learn. right.
1: And so the person you were when you were 20 or 30 and got married may not be the person that you are in seven years or 14 years or 21 years. And so that relationship may no longer be beneficial for either one of you. And that's okay. It should be okay. We have a limited time on the planet, and everybody should be able to show up as their best selves and be around people that support that goal. And them joyful. Yes. So. Yep. Interesting stories. Two different couples going two different ways. But the moral of the story is you need to show up for yourself. (laughs) And hopefully your mate will show up with you and start being their best version. But if not, it's okay. That is okay, too. You're on your own path. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I think it's funny when we become more mindful about uh about ourselves. And you know, it's really hard sometimes. I have discussions with the patients when they and they immediately flip back into that doing things for other people again or so, and then putting themselves in that victim stance. In that setting, what I perceive that they're doing is they're asking or they're implying that the other party is taking responsibility for their outcome. And so I, I always tell them, well, if this is the case and you're letting them decide your health, then you need to ask them if it's okay that you do that because it's really unfair to make them the decision maker and you have an adverse outcome because of their decision or what you're doing for them. And so it it's a little convoluted in it's in its expression, but when when we for example when we we don't do something that's uh, is in our best interest. Say, for example, we keep going to church and eating the donuts uh, and the.
1: Do they serve donuts line. at church? I, well,
0: I thought they did. <laughs>
1: oh, it's the last when last
0: time. I was a kid. They did. That's hey, the nineteen fifties. No, they still do. I they think. Don't. Yes, they do. Oh,
1: listener, do you get donuts at <laughs> church? I don't know what church you're going to. I never <laughs> had donuts at my church. Yeah, but exactly. But so <laughs> if you're supposed to be low carb, and all of a sudden the donuts are
0: there, all and then, and then I get the excuse that. Oh, it was church. And I always do that coffee and donuts with, with the congregation. So, okay. So what you're doing there is you're, then you're making that social environment responsible for your adverse outcome. So at the end of the day, you become victim to, to your church or to that social environment, whatever social environment it might be, that makes you make a decision contrary to what your best decision should be. In that, you make that, situation that social situation responsible so if it's an individual like well i had to go do this for my mom then it's the same thing you're making that individual responsible for a little chip off the block and making yourself progressively less well each of those individuals those situations all of them but very often work work is the reason we don't do anything right i couldn't do that because i had to go to work but then that's making work responsible
1: No work is responsible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Work is always responsible. That's a choice. (laughs) So basically when you do that, you're victimizing yourself to the behest of whatever the work, mom, social situation, whatever it is. So most of those things don't show up, are not going to show up to the funeral, first off.
1: Work is not going to show up to your
0: funeral. Right. And in a sense, if they're causing the medical problem... They really should be paying for all your medical insurance and paying for your medical care. But again, ask the question, is mom going to want to be responsible for deterioration in your health? No, she loves you. She doesn't want you to have an adverse outcome. And if you ask her that question, she's going to tell you, no, you got to go do what you got to do to have the best outcome and the best life you can have. That's when you take that message home and you understand that message, then Basically, you become much more aware of being able to make good decisions for yourself and be mindful about those decisions that you make.
1: Well, I think that's a good question to ask your mate as well, because we're talking about how in divorce. Because yeah. sometimes in a relationship, one person may be trying to go whole 30. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. You'll have to look that up. I explained it at some point. While the other person is wanting food out of the pantry, look, There is nothing in the pantry that anybody should be eating at any time. Like, if it's in the pantry, it's not for you. But you've got one person who's trying to make smart choices and be healthy, and then you got the other party who insists on having beans and rice and etouffee or whatever it is. I don't know. And so that can be difficult.
0: Gumbo jumbo.
1: So if you've got a partner who expects you to cook unhealthy (laughs) what was that nothing this is a clean this is a clean podcast (laughs) (laughs) expect you to cook bad things for them and you're trying to make mindful smart nutritional choices then this is a question that you should ask them if they're willing to be responsible for your health as they are for their
0: own yeah but you don't have to eat what you make for them but
1: Quite Frank, yeah, it was a whole other conversation. Uh, if you wanted something that was carb loaded, and I wasn't eating it, forget about it. I ain't making that for you. Her. Daydreaming, get on my back. You have to get on my bandwagon for its vegetables. Yeah, but not every
0: everybody is INTJ here.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> so, anyway, a listener, I hope you found this helpful encouraging if you enjoyed it please leave us a positive review they really help and until next time thanks
0: for subscribing to your infinite health i'm dr tripp
1: and i'm Linne. until next time feel it look it and live it